0: Hello everybody and welcome back to the Fans Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. As always, I am your host with the Holla French Toast, Freddie Carlson, and today I am going it alone. Unfortunately, due to some scheduling conflicts this week, Angelo and myself were not able to get together and record on the same day. However, we want to make sure that we get episode 23 out there, so the host with the Holla French Toast will be going it all by his lonesome today. But we missed the heart of the wrestling fan base, and Angelo, we can't wait to have you back with us on the next episode. So today we're going to keep it very generic. I'm going to talk about something that I have been really wanting to talk about for a long time. Several months ago, you might remember if you've been a longtime listener here on the Fans Talk Pro Wrestling podcast, that Angelo and I both spoke about our reasonings for being wrestling fans and how we got involved in wrestling and you know when we were younger, and all the things that we used to enjoy about it and still enjoy about it to this day, as well as you know, the reasons that we still watch it, even though we're full-grown adults now and and both living our own lives and making it a point to be a part of our lives. Well, today I want to talk about something a little bit more specific that's actually an idea stemming from an, uh, an, a thought from one of the friends in the wrestling club group uh, group chat on Instagram. You've heard us talk about it many a time before, and we we're referencing them once again. Shout out to you, Tim. Throw up the too sweet, as we always do when we talk about the club. Uh, but Tim mentioned to me some time ago and Angelo as well, in the group chat, that he always enjoys with the thing we say at the end of every episode. And we say uh, at the end of every episode, again, if you've been a long-time listener, that uh, always remember to never be afraid to be a fan. Uh, And that is something that we thought of when we first came up with the idea for this podcast and really wanted to kind of create some things that were our own amongst our own characters and our personalities being ourselves. Uh, That was the one thing we definitely wanted to include as well. And so we have been very happy to include that in every episode. And I just wanted to dive a little bit more into what that means, not only in general, but to us specifically. And I know I can speak on being Angela's behalf with this because we've had many in-depth conversations about that together, as well as with the club. And it's something that means a lot to us. So I did want to take some time to do this. Uh, Some of you who are, again, longtime listeners of the Podcast will know that we have a website. We are on Weebly, and you can visit us anytime at Fans Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast dot Weebly dot com. Uh, but that being said, on the podcast website that we have created, uh, I have started to post some articles from time to time, uh, writing pieces. And the next writing piece that I had intended to do was. ...about this quote and this concept, but unfortunately, due to some school scheduling conflicts, I haven't been able to do so. So, this will cover that, as well as our next podcast episode, and then when Angelo returns, next time, we hope to dive a little bit more into Wrestlemania. As we are fast approaching the grandest stage of them all for 2021, we would hope to talk once more about the big show. But, let's get into tonight's topic. So, what does it mean to always remember to never be afraid to be a fan, as we say at the end of every episode? Well, the way that we look at it is this. When people hear that you're wrestling fans, especially once you reach a certain age in your life, whether that be you know, uh, your teenage years in high school, your young adult years in college, or even beyond that, once you're a full-grown adult out of college, you are able to get a varied amount of reactions. There'll be people who are nostalgic from when they were kids and they'll say, Oh, I remember that. I used to watch it when I was a kid. Uh and then there'll be those who say, oh wow, you still watch that? You know, just, you know, inquisitively wondering, you know, oh, that's you uh, know, it's still a thing, kind of a thing. And then there's those who are negative, uh, who say, oh, why do you still watch that? It's fake. It's scripted. It's this, it's that, and all the negative downsided things that we as wrestling fans know about all too well, it's something that we deal with on a regular basis. Uh, If you're a wrestling fan, one of your your most feared F-word is the word fake, not the other one, Uh, because people continue to throw that word around, fake, and calling the business fake, and saying that it's just basically something that people who, once they reach a certain age, should just kind of grow out of. Like, it's almost a phase, and that only kids should be watching professional wrestling because that's a kid's sport. Or not even a sport to some of them, it's just a kid's activity to watch. But... In all reality, everything about wrestling, everything about the business is tailored to adults. And only recently, in the last decade or so, has they really tried to focus in on attracting the attention of kids and like providing content that they will enjoy while the adults also enjoy it and trying to work a careful balance. Um, and that's always been the way that it is. If you look back in time, yes, there's always been tons of kids in the crowd over the years. And probably thousands, if not millions more, who watch every show at home every week on TV, and especially the big pay-per-views like WrestleMania and so on. But it's not something that's for kids, and I hate the stereotype that it's developed because it's something that so many more adults have enjoyed and it passes down from generation to generation. How many families have had wrestling fans who introduced their kids to it and their kids fell in love with it and then their kids' kids fell in love with it and so on. And you can have two, three, four generations of people watching wrestling. It's literally the lineage that you might see of a certain professional wrestling family like the Hearts or you know, uh, the Samoan dynasty of the Anoa'i family and things like that. They're in the business and they're second, third, fourth generation superstars like, you know, The uh, the Rock's a third-generation superstar. His father's the Rocky Johnson. His grandfather, the High Chief, Peter Maivia. And um, now his daughter's getting into wrestling, and she's the fourth generation in the business. Uh, and it's the same thing for for fans. I mean, I know that my grandfather was, uh, was a big fan of wrestling. God rest his soul. He was the, one of the many reasons why I got involved into wrestling. And many years ago, when I was very young and I started watching around eight years old, um seven eight years old he he and i were watching and he had been watching since the 60s and the 70s when bruno san martino was the world champion and you had to catch it only occasionally on tv and then as time progressed he would watch it when it was on he would watch back in the attitude era with the monday night wars and he was and he was even watching tna impact wrestling in the early and mid 2000s when they were first getting big and had a tv deal on spike and we were watching all these great wrestling matches together, and I was so excited to get involved. And, you know, for many years, up until he left us on this earth, he was literally the biggest wrestling fan that I knew. And him and I would watch it together. And in fact, his daughter. Uh, was also a big fan, maybe not as big as him and I were, but she would watch a lot of shows with us from time to time. So it was very cool to be able to say, like, in my own house, three different generations of people were watching wrestling all at once, my grandfather's age, my aunt's age, and my age. And I intend full well that when I have kids and I am able to, you know, bring them up, I want to introduce them to wrestling because I know wrestling has done so much for me. And when wrestling does so much for someone like me who, you know, does so many things in his life outside of this podcast, you know, between work, school and extracurriculars, I'm just so excited to introduce my kids to something that has been my outlet through all the things that I do. It always comes back to wrestling, whether it's, you know. A Monday night and I'm just getting home from a long day of doing things and I just want to relax, what do I do? I throw on Monday Night Raw. I still make it a point to try and catch every pay-per-view live as best as as I can and as much as I can. WrestleMania's coming up in a couple of weeks and I have already full intended to watch that show. My girlfriend, who is not a big wrestling fan, is going to get involved and she's going to actually watch night one of WrestleMania this year with me and my aunt, who still watch it together to this day. Uh, And then night two, I'll be watching with my aunt as well. And I've cleared my schedule that weekend to intentionally watch the biggest show of the year. And it's something that I take great pride in is still being a wrestling fan. I am 21 years old and I walk around you know every you know many days a week with wrestling shirts on I still wear different wrestling shirts just the other day I got a shipment of two more in and I still wear them and I still wear them with pride in fact and, and that's because being a wrestling fan to me is something that I'm not ashamed to be I'm as young as I as from as young as I was to you know as old as I am now and in the last 13 14 years of watching professional wrestling it has been my my solace my my reprieve from the world. If I'm busy or stressed or tired or angry or sad, I can turn on the TV on a Monday or a Friday night and then it's wrestling and it's there. And to me, that's the most amazing part of it. It distracts you. It brings you out of it. Even from when I've, you know, over the years when I used to, play with my wrestling action figures and the, and and that would be my, my outlet. It was still wrestling. It was still something wrestling related that I turned to and that I gravitated towards to be able to say, Hey, this is my way of, you know, getting involved in something that I find to be greater. And I still have desires of one day becoming a professional wrestler. I have had that dream since I was in high school, and if not before that. And it has lingered and it has remained throughout all the things that I have done and all the things that I have been a part of over the years. And I am extremely excited to hopefully one day be able to at least get to a wrestling school. I've looked at several options, and I do want to get there someday. Um, But all that considered... I just really think that if you're a wrestling fan, there's no reason to be ashamed. And if anyone who's watching this may have ever been told a negative thing because they're a wrestling fan, don't let people get to you. Don't let people get into your head and make you think that watching wrestling is a bad idea. You know, all things considered, being a wrestling fan is something to be proud of in my eyes. It shows that you are not afraid to enjoy what you enjoy. Wrestling is an outlet. It is a creative art form that so many people find to be therapeutic, to be relaxing, and to be their source of entertainment and fun. It has been that way for me since I was a very young person, and I know for many of my friends who are still wrestling fans to this day, it is the exact same. I love the fact that on any given day I can scroll through my social media timeline, and just as much as I see stuff from my friends and my family, I am able to see things from wrestling i'm able to see posts from all the different promotions and companies that i follow the superstars and other fan accounts that all love the business for what it is it is an amazing thing to be a part of such a huge community of people who love it if it wasn't for the club and the boys in that chat i know for a fact that things would not be as good as they are today because those boys are fun they make me laugh they make me smile they give me a a pickup on a tough day and that's something that those guys have done for three years. So, once again, to any of y'all in the club, I'm throwing out another uh, shout out to you, throwing up another two sweet uh, and saying thank you. Austin, Tim, Adam, everybody, Evan, Ambrose, Raph, you know, Angelo, uh, especially being a friend of mine from, you know, in my personal life. And then I introduced him to those guys. and. You guys are just the best, and it's so great. And to my friends, too, who are wrestling fans. I mean, Angelo and I have been going to wrestling shows together for years. We've been wrestling fans... For so long that we bonded first over that, and then got close because of everything else. And to say that wrestling was the reason that him and I first started talking to each other, and only then did we become really good friends in general, is is something to say. Because Angelo is one of my best friends these days. You know, all these years later, Angelo has been my 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 boy. We've been together for so many years. We've done so many things, in and out of you know being wrestling fans together. And that is something that I take great pride in. It is something that I'm very proud of. And, and Angelo, and you know, this is to say to you, man, thank you too. And and I'm saying these thank yous because they are the reason that I am who I am today. I wrote my college essay on professional wrestling. Everyone was writing on different things, their favorite cartoon, their favorite TV show, their favorite anime, their favorite book, this, that, the third, their favorite movie, something about their lives, coming up with something creative. And you know what I went with? I went with wrestling. And I mean, at first people were like, wait, really? You're going to write about wrestling? And then all of a sudden they saw what I put together and how much it meant to me and just the 650 words that I had to work with. And they all loved it. And anyone who I've ever shown it to has loved it. And I appreciate that so very much because it is the spilling out of my heart of what I believe wrestling to be. It is my, my passion outside of everything that I do for work and school and all the extracurriculars. And I'm extremely excited because, you know, I'm 21 years old now. And the fact that wrestling is still so important to me kind of makes me believe that, yeah, it's going to be there forever. It has been my outlet and it will continue to be. And I think that if you can find something like that in professional wrestling or anything for that matter, but this you know this is a discussion about wrestling, then we we shouldn't be afraid of what people say to us. We shouldn't be afraid of going out and trying to you know express ourselves if we wear a wrestling shirt or if people know that we're a wrestling fan or if they see that we watched it or or whatever that it might be or if we share something to our personal our social medias and it's about wrestling. I mean, I post about on my my Instagram story about just as much as I post about wrestling. I post about everything else personalized, personally, so the fact that I can still do that and not worry about people coming at me, you know, even if they did, is fine by me, you know, I mean, look at how many people are wrestling fans, how many celebrities, grown celebrities are wrestling fans, Bad Bunny is a wrestling fan, and that man is in. The WWE for the, has been in the WWE for the last three, four months. I mean, I know maybe some people aren't fond of it, but Bad Bunny, a Grammy-winning artist from this past year's Grammys. He performed at the Grammys. He performed on, I think it was The Tonight Show or SNL. That was SNL. He's all over the world, and he's been in WWE. He was a 24-7 champion, albeit not a great accomplishment. People know my stance on the 24-7 title. He was in. He's in the WWE. He's going to have a match at WrestleMania. It's just something else. Celebrity involvement has always been a huge deal. Snoop Dogg, William Shatner, Drew Carey. I mean, some of them good, some of them not so good over the years. Snoop Dogg has been in both WWE and AEW. Look at Shaq. Shaq finally wrestled a real match a few weeks ago on AEW Dynamite. It's crazy to me, you know? Sal Volcano and, and Brian Q. Quinn from the Impractical Jokers are huge wrestling fans, and they you see them wearing wrestling shirts on their show. They've talked about in, in great detail about going to wrestling shows and how they're big fans of it. There were even WrestleMania 34, I believe it was, they were backstage and they were in a WWE skit. Or a segment on YouTube or on the social media. Like this is a massive thing and so many people are proud of it and I'm not going to be any different. And so when Angelo and I started this podcast last year our goal was to remind people that we shouldn't be afraid to be a fan. If someone came up to you and said why do you watch wrestling? It's fake. Why do you like something that's fake? to me, the thought process is very simple. It's not number one, it's not fake. the word fake is just an overused term to simplify what the business is. It's a choreographed, Art form where people are literally putting their lives in the hands of their coworkers and in the and fate because they're dropping their bodies at fast speeds at hard surfaces. They're taking bumps. They're getting hit with objects. They're t- you know they're being thrown around like rag dolls. They're risking themselves for the entertainment of thousands and millions of people all around the world. And yeah, maybe the last year there haven't been fans in the building that they can be able to feed off of, but we're finally going to get a taste of that back this year at WrestleMania with limited 25,000 people attendance at both nights of WrestleMania. And that is so nice to have. And so nice to know that we're going to have something to make it feel a little bit more like an old school WrestleMania and not just this dreary Thunderdome produced show. It's going to be a legit outdoor extravaganza, so to speak. And I'm excited. To see that come back. And so, this art form, this choreographed, well put together, and hard to participate in art form is something that so many people don't understand because they don't give it the chance. And so, I always say, hey, you can say it's fake all you want, but I don't really care that you think that. It's your personal opinion. My personal opinion is that it's not fake. And that even though it might be choreographed and the, the booking might be predetermined, and you know who's going to win. When they walk out there, the two guys involved, and it's not a legit fight, so be it. But they're not there to do what they do in the UFC or in a boxing ring. They're not there to determine... The world's boxing champion. They're there to determine the WWE champion. The universal champion. The AEW champion. And yeah, the match is predetermined. You know, those two guys, three, four guys, girls, whatever it is, who are in the ring know who's going to win and how it's going to go down. And they have planned out step-by-step what they're going to do. Yes, but that is something that we don't know. We haven't seen. And if you know, as a wrestling fan, when you're watching a live match and you genuinely can't tell who's going to win... That is the most amazing feeling ever because you're just living in the moment. You're enjoying what you have live because it's like watching any other live sporting event in a basketball or a baseball or a football game. No matter how good or bad another team might be, there's always a chance that they can win. And when that upset comes, oh man the crowd goes wild. So when you're watching a wrestling match and it's David versus Goliath and there's this ultimate underdog, like a guy like Daniel Bryan at Wrestlemania 30 you had to be watching it live to fully accept and understand how amazing that moment was when he won two matches in one night and defeated three Hall of Fame caliber world champions to win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. After an eight month long on and off storyline where the fans literally willed him into the main event, it is absolutely positively perfect in every sense of the word. Or in 2019 with Kofi Mania and the Kofi Kingston rise to stardom at WrestleMania, which Angelo and I were lucky enough to be there live for. We were lucky enough to witness the match itself live, and the story we were watching play out week after week on TV, and you got genuinely frustrated when you wanted Kofi to get something, and he just couldn't get it because they weren't giving it to him. They were taking it away. The booking made you believe that Kofi was not going to get it, and then when Kofi finally got himself into that match at WrestleMania, you believed as much as you want that as good as Daniel Bryan is, and as big of a world uh, champion, world champion, star Daniel Bryan had become as a heel, especially by 2019, that Kofi could win. That Kofi could go out there and Kofi could do it. And you know what? He damn sure did. And I was a witness to that. And let me tell you, I have a video recording of us in the crowd as that moment took place. And it doesn't even do it justice. If you were there, you felt the electricity in the building. Those stands were shaking and every single person was on their feet jumping up and down and screaming at the top of their lungs because they were damn proud to say that Kofi Kingston, of all people who no one ever thought would be world champion, because of the booking given to him, because he was a tag team guy, because of all of the variables, and we know what they are, involved in this situation, Kofi Kingston went out there and did it. I was a witness to tell you it was one of the craziest experiences of my life. And it is the fact that you can experience something that exhilarating, that amazing, at any moment in time, let alone at a wrestling show where there's 85,000 people in one location. And I mean, come on, that feeling was unbelievable. Pre-COVID, that thought would have been to be there was always a dream. And yeah, of course, we can hope that one day we can have crowds like that again, because COVID will hopefully one day not be as big of a problem. But regardless of that, that's not why we're here either. Just that amazing experience of a live crowd reacting at the top of their lungs. Look at the 2020 Royal Rumble, Drew McIntyre, you saw it. You saw it when Drew McIntyre won the Rumble. You saw it when Edge after 9 years returned to in-ring competition and people lost their freaking minds because it was an emotional roller coaster that nobody could have imagined coming. It was predetermined to the guys involved, but it was not predetermined to us. We had no idea what was going to happen and those moments are forever linked in our memories as wrestling fans. I can go on and on with examples. I've mentioned three, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston, and the 2020 Royal Rumble as a whole... But I can go on and on, I can talk about moments and memories and opportunities that have come up over the years that have sent fans into frenzies because of the things that have finally happened that we truly, truly wanted to happen and maybe thought never would. Or maybe they they gave us exactly what we wanted and we just rejoiced because we got it. Things like that will never be able to be experienced in boxing or UFC because as exhilarating as it is to see someone get knocked out in the first round of a UFC fight out of nowhere... And it's completely unexpected. The crowd reaction will only last maybe the first minute or two after it. And then they'll cheer when the person's name gets called and the arm gets raised. But wrestling fans will buzz about it for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Even into the next match. Even as they're leaving the arena. On social media. To their friends, their families, the people that they're going to be with the next day. It is some of the most amazing experiences. I witnessed that Kofi Kingston moment. And then the next morning, my mother asked me, how was it? Because she was asleep when I got home from WrestleMania. And when she asked me how was it, I said it was simply amazing in every sense of the word. I cannot begin to describe how fantastic that whole night was. And yet, it was something, something special. And she... Watched every match that I made her watch. but I, I thought she should watch back. She And we watched everything. And she said it was amazing. And But yeah, she said she can't even imagine to begin to think what it was like to be there and to witness it. You know? And these are things that I wish that I could pass along and say, oh, you had to be there. You had to witness it, this, that, the third. Of course, I wish I could say that. Or something more than that I should say. But that's all I can. Because you have to be there. So to circle back to the point, never being afraid to be a fan means something very simple. Embracing anything and everything that there is to do with wrestling, especially if you love that thing, especially if that thing means as much to you as it does to someone like me or to the people who are in that ring doing what they do. As, it, as much as it means to the people who, are, who have done it over the years or who aspire to do it, who are training to do it, who are working their asses off to get there. Someone like me who might want to one day get there. It's things like that that keep us bounded to professional wrestling for all of these years despite the ups and downs. I can't tell you how many times something may have happened that I was just frustrated with and I was like, I'm pissed. I don't want to watch this anymore. This is not the third. But I'll show up the next night on Raw. I'll show up the next right and and, and watch and I'll grip my teeth through the most grueling and boring hours of wrestling ever to come and be able to just say, you know what? It was tough, but there's a payoff at the end of the day and maybe that payoff will be better than what they've given us so far. I'll be honest. At the time of recording, it's a Tuesday, and last night was Monday Night Raw. Maybe one of the worst episodes of Raw I've seen in some time. It was so bad. The booking was bad. The stories were just not portrayed well. They broke up the Hurt business. Spoiler alert. Sorry, I should have said that first. But yes, they broke up the Hurt business. You know, Matt Riddle just forgot his line, just zoomed off a of TV on 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 the screen on live TV. And it just was so bad. And the Braun Strowman-Shane McMahon storyline is so bad. But I gritted my teeth and I had it on from pretty much the entire three hours. And when that show ended, I said, all right, well... I'll be watching NXT on Wednesday and I'll be watching SmackDown Friday if I have the time. And I'll be watching Raw next week. And I because I know I know that I'm not gonna leave. And I've chosen that path because as much as wrestling might burn me out and frustrate me sometimes, I love the gate the business. I love this the game, so to speak, so much that I am willing to sit through the terrible nights, grit your teeth, maybe just you know, ignore it and just watch it through just to know what happened to one day get to the other side and enjoy it. The last thing I wanted to bring up was I liken professional wrestling and liking professional wrestling to being a fan of any type of movie or TV show. And in a movie or TV show, everything is scripted. The lines that they say, the acting that's done, the set, the, the stunts and things that might be performed, they're all uh, predetermined. It's written down by a writer, a screenplayer, a screenplayer, or whatever. It's all put together. And then the actors and actresses come together and they perform them. The stuntmen perform the stunts and it's done. That's it. That's what happens. But professional wrestling is the same thing. It's predetermined and it's still being done by actual people, by quote-unquote actors. I don't like to use that term, but to be you know honest, that's kind of what it is, you know? And there's no stuntmen The men and women who are in there are doing these things themselves. They're taking the bumps, they're taking the falls and the hard shots with chairs and kendo sticks and ladders and landing awkwardly on metal and concrete and wood and all these terrible, terrible things to land on. You know? And people enjoy the movies and TV shows as crazy and outlandish as they may be. You know? For whatever reason, they enjoy movies about aliens and movies about fictional monsters and and movies about superheroes you know and 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 alien races from other planets that are fighting the world earth's mightiest heroes you know things that aren't legit but they love it and i do too but they love it and they and they and they enjoy it and then they're gonna be the first people to turn around and say to you but wrestling's fake why do you watch it well why do you like the avengers why do you like dc why do you like comic books why do you like this show or that show or that movie or this movie because they're all fake they're all scripted Iron Man doesn't exist. Thor doesn't exist. He's not going to come and swing in on a hammer you know, that shoots lightning at all. But we could believe that it's fun to watch and not be- try to l- make it feel like it's real because we think it is. It's not. We know that. I know that about wrestling. Most wrestling fans know that it's not, legitimate, quote-unquote, legitimate what they're watching. And that's okay. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be 110% accurate. It's entertaining. It's the equivalent of a movie or a TV show. Everything is scripted and pre-recorded, yes. Predetermined, not pre-recorded, sorry. Yeah, yeah, it is, fine. But you know what else it is? Entertaining as hell. It's fun. It makes you laugh, it makes you smile, it makes you cry, it makes you cheer, it makes you boo, whatever it makes you do, it makes you do something. It elicits emotion, it elicits some sort of reaction, and that is all that we need So, to be a fan of professional wrestling is to just be a fan of a movie or a TV show. You're watching Monday Night Raw, it's a three hour long TV show, and the acting that's done on it, instead of reading lines off of a a, a teleprompter or a script and trying to make a live crowd laugh, yeah, there's a script. Yeah, they're trying to make a crowd to give a reaction, but it's not going to be on some set. It's not going to be in front of one camera that's going to be recorded, edited, taped, you know, for, you know, edited for TV and then posted. On the net, on the TV, it's live. They're in a ring. They got our microphone, a hot mic, red light, camera. Let's go, you know. this. You know, In the past, 16,000 people in a building. You got to cut a promo. Let's go. Show starts in five minutes. Be ready. You know how hard that is? I don't. I don't know yet. I'd like to know one day because, again, I aspire to be a part of the business. But these guys and girls know. They show up every week and they have to work their backsides off to be the best that they can be. And that's not to mention the years of going all over the world, traveling from place to place. Again, pre-COVID, they're traveling from state to state, city to city, county to county, in the smallest of towns and neighborhoods to the biggest of cities and sta- uh, states in the country. And then to different countries all over the world, everywhere from Tokyo, Japan, and Singapore Austra- uh, Singapore, and Australia, and, and, and London, England, to the smallest little towns in Italy and Switzerland and the Netherlands. All over the place. Every state, every corner and crevice of this country and of this continent and of the world. They travel the world. They live the best life that they possibly can. And what does that do for them? It provides them with the most amazing experiences possible. And that is something to aspire to. That is something to look at and say, these guys are living their dream. Anyone who gets into the business is living a dream because they wouldn't do it unless they had to. Not, not because they have to, because they want to. It's, such a, it's so hard to get to where you need to be to get into the, be these big companies and travel the world. So how you manage that is something to be proud of if you can. And uh, so to circle back once again to the main point, they weren't afraid to be fans. They followed their passion, they followed their dreams, and they're in the ring doing it now. And we shouldn't be either. And whether or not we want to aspire to be professional wrestlers is one thing. But another one is to just be proud of who we are. Be proud of being a fan. Don't be afraid to be a fan. Don't be afraid to show who you are. Wear that wrestling shirt. Watch that match. Talk about it to your friends in front of other people who aren't fans. Introduce your friends and family and people you know that may not be wrestling fans to it. My girlfriend is trying to learn how to like like wrestling and she's watched a match with me and she's promised to watch more and I appreciate her so much because she knows I love it and so she's going to give it a try for me and that is so nice and I will do the same for anything that she likes. Try and do that with your friends and family if you're a fan out there who's wondering how to get them involved in it and so that they can understand it a little bit better. It's always possible to change someone's opinion. It's always possible to change their viewpoint and their stance on being a wrestling fan. Of course, it would be ideal for things to go a certain way, one way or another. But be that as it may, it's just great to be a fan. It's great to accept our fandom as what it is. Our lives. I've accepted it. I acknowledge it. And I'm ready for it to be a part of my life for the rest of my life. Whether it's as an in-ring an competitor, a part of the business, like I said, I aspire to be. Or whether it's just continuing to be a fan until the day that I die, and I can introduce it to my kids, and my kids' kids, and my friends, and my friends' kids, and all the people who I know, just to give them something to be entertained by, and say, hey, this did something for me, maybe it can do something for you. You know? Those are the things that I look forward to as a fan. Those are the reasons why I'm never afraid to be a fan. I never am afraid to express that I'm a big fan of professional wrestling, of the superstars involved, of the things involved, of every aspect of the business, from the biggest and most important parts to the smallest and most meaningless. I love it. I always have, and I always will. And I know I can speak on behalf of Angelo and say he says the same thing, because we've had this conversation before, and I'm sure so many more of you out there are the exact same way. And whether I know you and you're some of my friends who might be listening to this or someone who's never thought of this and we've never really spoken about the business before, this is something really, really special. Professional wrestling is an art form. It is something that captivates millions and millions of people all over the world, and it is something that we should be proud to be fans of. For the Fans Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast, I thank you for your time. I thank you for listening to me today and going on. On my own, as again, we've missed Angelo. Angelo, we hope you'll be back next week. Sorry we couldn't get together to record this episode together. I would have loved to have your input and some of your thoughts, but I know we'll be back together bigger and better next week. So to all of our fans, we thank you. We remind you to like, share, and subscribe to the Fans Talk Pro Wrestling Podcast. We will see you all very soon for another lovely edition of of an episode here on the pod. And we remind you, as we've said multiple times in this episode, and we will do every single time we sign off, always remember to never be afraid to be a fan. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you all again very soon.